Hello and welcome to the Strategic Bookkeeper Podcast. In today's episode, I am going to show you how to take the power to change your circumstances and build your dream business and life. Enough said, let's go. I'm Jeannie Savage, the Strategic Bookkeeper. I'm an award-winning entrepreneur, author, speaker, trainer, and coach. After 13 years in practice and after scaling into a lifestyle business where I could choose my own adventure, I'm sharing my secrets to success, my secret sauce recipe on how to build a thriving practice, delight your clients, and ultimately live your dream on your terms. This podcast is a companion to my book. In each weekly episode, I'll share strategies for scaling and success. This is your time to shine, to step up, to become a strategic bookkeeper and enjoy all the benefits it brings to you and your clients. With every podcast episode that I record, that I prepare, there is always an outcome that I want for you. And with today's podcast episode, that outcome is to help you to assess whether from time to time or at times, you may be holding yourself back from building your thriving practice. And to explore that, I'm going to start with a riddle. This is a riddle I absolutely love. I've I've known this for uh, decades. <laughs> I learned it from my father and he used to give this riddle to everyone that ever worked for him. And if you've read my book or you know my backstory, my father was a very successful, iconic Australian entrepreneur. So he had hundreds and hundreds of people working for him. And he used this riddle uh, in a similar way to how I'm going to use it today on this podcast. So let's get started. Who am I? I am your constant companion, so I am your greatest help or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half of the things you do, you might as well just turn over to me and I will do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great men and women and alas, of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. I am not a machine, though I work with the precision of a machine and repetition of a machine, plus the intelligence of a human. You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me and I will destroy you. Who am I? So I want you to think for a second <laughs> before I tell you, who am I? I've used that poem with uh, clients, with groups of clients. I once read it out to a big group of brickies. It was super fun and set us up for uh, the same kind of session that I want to run today as a podcast. So who am I? I am habit. Whether you've heard that riddle or not, I'm sure that uh, just like me, you love it <laughs> or you loved it um, and you're starting to see, wow, you know, 
Absolutely. Habit. A great habit will make us and a bad habit will break us. And habits must be formed. Yeah, good habits must be formed. Bad habits, when they're formed, are hard to break. We all have good and bad habits. And this is linked to change. And change is really what I want to talk about today. Because when we resist change, when we resist breaking bad habits, when we resist forming new habits, are we holding ourselves back? I think we are. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. And it's a mistake the first time and a choice the second. This is also about the victor or victim mentality. Okay, so uh, you're, you're a victor, yeah, uh, or you're the victim. So the victim, you know, is complaining about their circumstances and I, I get that sometimes we are all there but the victor very quickly uh, finds a way to change their circumstances yeah and also when we take responsibility for what's happening in our business then we have all the power to change if we externalize the problems. So if we blame our clients or the economy or uh, whatever it is, even if there's, there's a valid reason to blame an external force, but if we do blame an external force, we give our power to change away because we can't change anyone except for ourselves. Yeah. So I find the victim and victor mindset and roles is just so incredibly powerful. I remember when I first learned that, when I was first told, Jeannie, when you take accountability for anything, something, yeah, you have all the power. When you blame, yeah, you give all your power away. And I was like, wow, I'm not giving my power away. <laughs> and so now, even when something might not technically be my fault, yeah, I say, hey, I'm accountable, yeah, this is my business, I'm 100% accountable, and now I have the power to influence change, small change, big change, whatever it is. In terms of victor and victim, I'm not sure if you've heard uh, the bed and or. So with the victor, uh, it says an acronym OAR, right? And we say that the victor uses his or, or her or, let's say her, or to row herself to success. And or, OAR, stands, stands for ownership, accountability and responsibility. Yeah, with the victim, we say they're lying in their bed. Yeah, um, and bed stands for blame, excuses, denial. So incredibly powerful. Okay, and all mindset stuff. Yeah, but like, like the foundation that you need to digest, to um, to really grasp and to accept in order to decide if you're going to have the power to make the change and then to actually make change. In terms of making change in your business, I want to tell you about the three A's to change. So when I first heard about these, and I've always been really great with some change, but you know what, to rinse and repeat on any subject just deepens your understanding and you always get something new, right? When you, when you hear something that you already know again from someone new with new thought leadership. Uh, so the three A's to change are 
awareness first. You need to become aware that change is required, right? Then there's acceptance. So you need to accept that change is required. Yeah. So you might be become aware of the problem, but you need to accept that change is required. And then there's action. So awareness, acceptance and action. I was working with a business owner a while ago in the succession product area of what I do. And uh, I introduced him to the three A's really early on, right? And I might rinse and repeat on, if you really want to learn something, teach it. So please take any of these things that um, I tell you about in the podcast and tell others and teach others, right? So I was telling him about the three A's and he identified immediately that he was always sitting in awareness, but never really moving to acceptance. And through, through really understanding those three A's, he was able to realize, okay, I'm aware and sometimes I even accept it, but then I don't take action. And so I held him accountable (laughs) to taking action. And actually he said the most impactful thing of what I did in terms of the succession services that I delivered to him was the accountability piece. So that is just showing up, you know, jumping on the Zoom with him and saying, right, you said that you were going to do this. These are your goals. And you said you were going to, did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over and just keeping him focused on that. But moving from awareness to acceptance to action revolutionized his business and it can yours as well. Now, this might all be um, sounding a bit ethereal. <laughs> so let's put it into practice. I want to give you an example. So I'm going to use, uh, because I often see bookkeepers in forums um, complaining about certain things. I'm going to use one of those examples. So we're going to have a bookkeeper. I'm going to call her Sarah. Okay. So Sarah is a great bookkeeper and she has um, a chapter of clients, like a, a list of clients. And she works very diligently. She's not really pulling um, the income and the lifestyle that she really wants out of her bookkeeping practice. And her bugbears are that she often doesn't feel valued. And in fact, um, she has one particular client who she goes on site with, right? So she goes on site to do the work. And um, Sarah tells me that this client, in, he insists she goes on site when she doesn't really need to and she doesn't want to do on-site work, right? But he said, I want you to come on site. So she goes on site and she's frustrated and complaining that she doesn't want to go on site. And she also tells me that this client watches the clock and then he questions her bill and she said, he doesn't value me. He questions my bill rather than appreciating all the hard work I do and he doesn't even know that after hours I do some things as well and I don't bill him for the phone calls that he makes but all he sees is the clock and and so on and so on okay so if I was to say to Sarah that she has found herself working on site because she's failed to take control And the client doesn't value her because she's failed to convey her value. Yeah? Then I'm making her very much aware of the problems. Okay? Might be a bit of pill to swallow, um, but the problems are the problems. Yeah? Not really offensive as much as it is information. (laughs) I know it can feel sometimes hard, you know, to to hear some things, um, but it's not... It's not an insult or offensive 
to make a mistake, yeah, to get something wrong, like like I've heard and I've said before, it's a win or a learn, yeah? So if I'm to make Sarah aware of those two things, that she's not taking control and she's failing to convey her value, then the awareness piece is there. Now she's at a fork in the road, which is the acceptance piece, okay? So she can sit, her choices are, she can sit in the problem and refuse to accept the truth of the situation, yeah, and swallow the bitter pill. She can blame the client for those things or, yeah, so she can do, use blame, excuses, denial. And if she does that, she won't move forward. She won't be able to change. Or she can take ownership, accountability and responsibility and say, oh, okay, so I'm working on site because uh, I didn't take control. I don't quite understand that yet, but that seems to make sense if she's, someone who wants to just take responsibility and hold all the power, take all the power, yeah? And she says, oh, I'm not conveying my value? Well, how do I do that, yeah? She's taking back her power. So if we pull back on that blame piece, yeah, and we say, I'm going to take accountability for anything and everything that's going wrong in my business, you've just given yourself all the power, all the power to change and build your thriving practice, okay? From there, Sarah can sit down and do the work around knowing her own terms. So there is a podcast on that. If anyone wants to listen to that around setting your terms, it's called Know Your Terms, Back Yourself, and then value the heck out of your VIP client. So you can listen to that one. And then in terms of Sarah going down a road where she um, learns to convey her value, right? Okay, so she could start to do that. And if, if you can relate to that, I'll point you to a resource now. So I would recommend that you read my book for that. Okay, so a lot of my podcasts deal with that subject as well. So absolutely listen to the podcast, but you can read my book, which I'll drop a link to a complimentary copy of the ebook in the show notes. Um, and as I always say, hard copies available for sale, etc. Okay. But the book deals with conveying your value and it really does start in brand and goes through the chapters. Okay. So to rinse and repeat, that story was about the fork in the road, right? It's so the three A's to change, awareness, acceptance, action. You cannot make change if you're just aware, but you don't take action. Yeah. Or you're aware and you accept it, but you don't take action. Yeah. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, that's not change. This is about taking back the power. Okay. So if you've heard yourself complaining about a problem um, multiple times and you're not doing what you need to fix that problem, take back your power. Take ownership, accountability and responsibility of everything in your business. The wins, the losses, yeah? The successes, the failures, yeah? Or as I like to say, the win or the lesson, okay? But the triumphs are yours to celebrate, yeah? But the losses are yours to take on board as well. And when you do that, once again, I will say it over and over, you take all the power, the power to build your dream business and life, yeah? It's action time. <laughs> I'm all about the action. Uh, so 
change starts with mindset. So first of all, take some time to just digest this concept of the three A's to change. If this podcast spoke to you, yeah, so if I was listening to this podcast, yeah, so this would be stuff that I thought, okay, yes, I've heard this before. I love this stuff, but um, I, I feel like I've got most of it nailed, yeah? But if you're feeling the opposite, if you think, that was a hard podcast to hear. I feel like I might be struggling with that. Do you know what? Listen to this podcast 10 times. <laughs> Just keep putting it on. When you go for a walk, um, something like that. Everything starts with a mindset. Everything starts with the, the right way of thinking and the education. Yeah. Um, for example, in my um, strategic book, Give a Transformation program, I'm so uh, passionate about the formula we use starting with education yeah we need to teach you what you need to know and then we need to give you the assets and then we need to help you implement everything everything you've learnt and everything that you've been given yeah and then we need to help you practice all of that and then we need to continually support you this is no different yeah if you need to improve in these areas of the three A's to change, the victim and victor, yeah, then you need to educate yourself and improve your mindset and switch your mindset. And then you need to implement what you've learned. And then you need to practice what you've learned. And if this is a big change for you, make it a lap around the sun. Yeah. So you may have heard me say that before. Yeah. Every major change I believe major changes take a year, a lap around the sun. It's how I approach major changes with my clients who are engaged in succession products and it also takes the pressure off and it allows you to really consider how change can be transformational, yeah? We don't make a transformation in a week, yeah? So big changes in our business or life, give yourself a year. But start with education, start with mindset. So just digest what you've heard today and then practice. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a question you'd like answered on my podcast, please email me, hello at thestrategicbookkeeper.global. Did you know we have a private Facebook group called The Strategic Bookkeeper's Way? There you'll find bookkeepers just like you on the same journey where you can ask questions and get support. You can find more resources and how to work with me at thestrategicbookkeeper.global. All the links are in the show notes. Have a prosperous week and I'll see you in the next episode. 